do this. <laughs> Guys, it is fucking Sunday. I am gracing your headphones, your speakers with my annoying voice once again. Welcome back. It's Sunday best. Oh my God, it feels good to say that. It really does. I have gotten a lot of questions asking why I had stopped the podcast so abruptly, why I didn't tell anybody, why I just kind of, I stopped making content. And like, I've told my best friends, they know that I've been going through it this summer and I've had a really rough time. Um, Really, it happened around the 4th of July and it's just been kind of going down since then with my mental state and I needed to take some time. I needed to focus on myself. I needed to reevaluate some things in my life. Did that mean I stopped hoeing? Actually, yes. For a good amount of time, I actually stopped talking to all guys. And then I picked it back up again in August. I guess you could say I've had an entanglement with August. Thank you, fucking Jada Pinkett Smith, for that. And it's been a fucking shit show. And I cannot wait to share this fucking bullshit of a life with you guys. And honestly, I can't make any promises that I won't just disappear again. But I can make a promise to make back of podcasts from now on so that I'm not gone as long I guess. I'm also deciding for myself that I'm going to take ads out for now. Um, Yeah another really big reason why I stopped this podcast was because I was trying to get a new job because as you guys know the job that I had and had quit I talked about it in my last podcast. um, They actually hated that I had a podcast and the one of the guys that I worked with showed this podcast to the owner. Do you really think he approved of my podcast? Do I really need to admit that he did not approve to my podcasting? So he basically made me kind of choose between my podcasting and keeping my job and then I quit my job and then I was like well I still need to find a new job and it was a shit show and like I said I was trying to find my footing at a new job. I'm like well I can't really like I can't do all of this at once. It's a lot to handle, plus my mental state, like I mentioned, and I had some other shit going on that really only my close friends know about. I had to go through some friend weeding, if you will. Like, have you ever had a garden? This is going to be, like, an awful metaphor, probably, because I don't garden anyway, but, like, I don't, like, take out the fucking weed. Don't worry. My bitch is still my best friend. She didn't fucking go anywhere. Don't fucking worry, guys. My bitch is still around always. But that is why I left. I needed to take some time. I needed to focus on myself. I needed to focus on my new job. I needed to like get in the groove of things essentially. In the process of getting into the groove of things, I stopped by the jewelry store where my bitch works one of these days and we were talking, shooting the shit, whatever. And as we and her were shooting the shit one night, I look into the mall and an ex that I see is standing there. And he's there with his new girlfriend and he just kind of looks at me and I just kind of look at him and I just look at my bitch and I'm like, wow, I don't even work here anymore. My exes still know where to fucking find me, apparently. Fuck my life, right? Right. So, like, (laughs) that fucking happened and it kind of fucked with me for a minute. And I feel it needs to be addressed that when you date somebody for seven years on and off, 
it doesn't matter if you now hate that person or not, you still have somewhat of an odd connection with them. And I think it's because of the amount of time you spend with them. And me and this guy have not even talked since like 2017, maybe even 2018. If I was like, it's been a good couple years. And the last time we were together, I remember looking at him one night and I'm like, if we end things this time, I'm done. Like I'm out completely, 100%. This is it. And he and I have a very complicated history. And I'm going to call this guy history guy because I feel like it's very fitting where we have such a long history. And my best friend down in North Carolina, she's going to know exactly who I'm talking about because she fucking hates that me and him have been hooked up in the first place. So I'm going to take you through me and history guy's life here. We, I was 17 when he and I met. He was 18. Right? I think so. I know I was 17. I'm pretty sure he was 18 when we met. Anyways. So he was 18. I was 17 when we met. Um, he was my best friend's best friend. And my best friend at the time was a guy. And we're just going to call him E because I don't really know what else to call him. So he was my friend E's best friend. And history guy and I became really good friends. And then I was going through some shit emotionally that I haven't really talked about on this podcast yet. I don't know if I'm going to or not. I'm not really there yet. We'll see what happens. But I was going through some emotional stuff and E was really there for me. And then I met this guy at a party through another friend. Like it was a whole thing. Like I remember going to this party and then E was there, and then I was actually there for one of his friends, A, I guess is good, yeah, sure. And I was there essentially on a date with A, and I, history guy was there, and he was playing the drums, and I thought he looked so hot as I'm in A's bed, cuddled up to him thinking that this other guy is fucking hot well anyways me and history guy ended up being really good friends and we just kind of clicked we got along very well we had stuff in common we were very different at the same time and we just we worked very well together we had never kissed we had never really done anything we hugged and that's about it i also want to point out that history guy is six eight and i am five eight and he is probably the reason why i I am so fucking attracted to guys taller than me. I'm like 99% sure this is the reason why, but it's fine. So when I say that he and I have a great connection, I mean like sparks are flying. We're hitting it off. We're talking all the time. He's my best friend. I can talk to him about anything. I can vent to him. He's venting to me. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about random shit all day, every day. So I live in Maine. One day... History guy comes over and we're just hanging out. Like we're watching TV, hanging out, whatever. Um, a massive blizzard hits and my parents are like, dude, you can't go anywhere. There's a fucking blizzard. You can sleep on the floor in Marie's room. And at the time, I didn't know that E had a crush on me. Well, I knew he had a crush on me, but it, I, he and I had a conversation basically with me saying like, you're my friend. You're my best friend. Like it's not going to go anywhere. He got friend zoned. Right, right. Like, it fucking happens. Me and History Guy have had a couple drinks. And I don't want to sit here and encourage underage drinking because that's wrong. But 
I definitely got some things going. And then I remember us hanging out in my room. We're like playing around and we're like fake wrestling and all this stuff. And then he's like, I really want to kiss you, but I can't do that to eat. And I'm like, I agree. I think that would be a really bad idea. It'd be really bad for my friendship with him. Be really bad for your friendship with him. We're not going to do anything. One thing led to another. We ended up making out. We're like, okay, well, that's it. That's all. That's it. Like, we can't do anything else. Like, we're just going to make out. Whatever. Obviously, we hooked up. I mean, I didn't think that had to be said, but we did. Um, At this point in my life, it was the best sex I had ever had. It was great. It was amazing. He and I, again, had a great connection. And he and I had started this thing and it was very confusing and it was very complicated and he was going away for a while so I wasn't going to see him and we got into this thing and it was amazing and dreadful at the same time. I have never been so in love and so hurt by the same person at the same exact time and we were hot and cold for the entire time and it was hard and it was heartbreaking and he'd be like well you're not my girlfriend but you're my girlfriend and I'm like what that doesn't make sense like what the fuck like it was weird and then I remember one fight we had I had to stand on top of a rock because he's so much taller than me and to just to be like eye level and I basically told him that he's a piece of shit and like all this stuff well like he and I whenever we weren't together we stayed good friends And we always made a point of that because we had the same group of friends. So we were always like, okay, well, even if we're not together, I'm here for you. You're my best friend. Like, let's give it a couple weeks. Let each other cool down. We're still friends. Mm, Yeah. And I think that's always where our problem was. And again, like I said, the last time we were together, I remember looking at him and saying, this is it. Either we're doing this 100% and I'm your girlfriend or we're not like we're not. Like, I can't go back to being just your friend. It hurts too much when you get a girlfriend, whatever. Like, it kind of makes me jealous because it's like, okay, well, why can this girl be your girlfriend? But I can't. I feel like a lot of the times you're using me as a rebound. Like, it's not fair. Um, yeah. And it sucks and it hurts. And it's heartbreaking. And a lot of the times that is how it felt. And... I remember the last time we were together, we both admitted that we call each other exes, even though whenever we were together, we were never really together. Like we never, we never really did the whole, well, this is my boyfriend and this is my girlfriend type of thing. And we didn't really have like a real relationship. And what really does suck is that the last time we were together, it was good. It was really good. And we were really understanding like he had his own place. I had my own place. We didn't rush into moving in together or anything. We were taking our time. I remember like there were nights that I would stay at his place. There were nights he would stay at mine. Like it was very comfortable. It was very easy. And I think that's where the issues lied. And I remember there was one night and I just, I needed him. I was having a really bad night. I was really like, it was a really emotional night for me. I don't remember why. But I just remember being really emotional and being like, I need you right now. Like, you say you're my boyfriend now. Like, you need to be here for me. And he blew me off, ignored me to go hang out with his friends instead. And I was like, okay, um, if that's a relationship we're going to have, I'm good. Like, I remember you blowing off your girlfriend to come and hang out with us. And now you're blowing me off to hang out with your other friends. Like, okay, I get it, but I'm good. I'm all set. Like, I don't want a relationship like that. I'd rather you just be honest with me. And he wasn't. And it really hurt. And it really fucked me up. And there were a lot of things that I did for him that I really shouldn't have. And there were a lot of things that he was there for me for that he really shouldn't have been. And 
I mean, we were kids when we met and then we were adults when we ended the last time. We haven't talked, nothing. So when I saw him in the mall with his new girlfriend staring at me and I look at him and I'm like, wow, this is the guy that I was in love with for seven years who molded my entire dating life. This is a guy that created so much of who I am and why I am the way I am. And like, I used to be so severely jealous of girls because of this guy. And then I learned, meh, what fucking ever. And it just, it was a lot. It was a fucking lot. And so looking at him, I'm like, wow, like, if it were up to me, he and I would be married right now. So as I'm looking at this guy, I'm like, wow, this is like one of the few people in my life I thought I was going to be married to by now. I'm so glad I'm not because I was always so miserable. Even when things were good, it was miserable. And it wasn't like in a bad way. It just, well, okay, it was fucking awful. But I remember when we would end, I would be so severely depressed for so long. Like it hurt so bad. And I always felt like I wasn't good enough. And I always felt like, like, what's wrong with me? Like, why doesn't he love me enough? Why am I not good enough? Why am I this? Why am I that? And I remember him gaslighting me a lot. And I didn't really realize it was gaslighting until I've been, like, really actively going to therapy. And it came up in therapy after I saw him. And I brought it up to my therapist. And I was like, I ran into him. It was weird. And... I know that a lot of my friends who do know me and know who History Guy is here, um, they're going to be so proud of this breakthrough of the fact that I saw him and nothing inside of me wanted to reach out. Like, normally if I see him, I want to reach out and be like, hey, look, I still love you. I want to be with you. I want to fuck up your life. You want to fuck up mine. Like, nope, this was the first time that I looked at this person. I was like, I have no emotions for you. Like, you are nothing to me. You are not my friend. You are not my boyfriend. You are not a guy I'm hooking up with. You are literally nothing to me. Um, the one time I did cheat in a relationship, it was with this guy. Um, and now I, I have no feelings for him. And I think that for me, that is huge progress. And there are days that I don't miss him. There are moments that I'm like, wow, I wish I could tell him about this. But at the end of the day, like... It's not worth bringing this person back into my life and getting hurt over them. Honestly, he looks very happy in his new relationship from what I saw, um, from what I've been told. I'm like, great, cool, glad you're happy. Um, I, I wish nothing but the best for you. Thanks for the trauma and the dramatics and issues over the last, <laughs> I don't know, 10 years of my life now. But um, I can honestly say that after the last two years of having no contact with you have been the best two years of my life. I mean, minus like the bad shit. But like, all in all, it's been nice not having you as a background. So if you listen to this, thank you. If you don't, I wish you nothing but the best. Um, honestly, I do hope you're happy in your new relationship. I hope you guys get married. I hope you have kids. Like, I hope you have the whole nine yards with this person. So... I'm glad that we've both moved on. And I felt that that was just a part of my life that needed to be shared with you guys. Now, we are going to backtrack a little bit. And we're going to talk about something that's pretty real. And it's pretty great. I'm not going to fucking lie. Me and my bitch did something a couple weeks ago. A little out of the norm for us. Because normally, 
when I talk about me and my bitch, it's because we're drinking and we've done something stupid with a guy. Um, I am so excited that I have finally met a best friend that will push me to be a better version of myself. And vice versa. I want my bitch to live her best fucking life. I don't care if it's with or without a guy. I support all of her decisions and she knows that. And she supports mine. Even, well, actually, let me take that back. If I wanted to go and hook up with Logan, I swear to fucking God, this bitch would fucking murder me. I swear to God, she would probably kill me. And that's probably a good idea. So, like, that's a decision she would not support. However, her and I did something a little out of the norm. That we don't usually do together. Her and I went hiking a couple weeks ago. And we had a fucking blast. We weren't drunk. We were sober. We went to bed early. We got up early. We went and we had a great time. We had a great lunch. We had a great weekend together. We had a girls weekend. It was so much fucking fun. And I think it really like reunited our friendship. And made us realize how close and how dependent we are on each other. And how much I need my bitch. And I feel like there are guys who still don't understand that. And that's fine. Like, I get it. And her and I have both decided that if we are going to date somebody seriously and, like, think about possibly marrying this person, they need to have a best friend. Or they will be, like, if she's seeing someone and I'm seeing someone, they need to become best friends because um, we're codependent on each other and we are crazy. And they need to talk it out amongst themselves and be like, these bitches fucking done so her and I have decided that but I am very glad to have a best friend that really pushes me to be me and she really supports me and she supports me being healthier and active and it's just really nice to have a best friend who is gonna push you to be a better person and I mean honestly I don't know what I would do without her and she knows that and if she doesn't know that I'm gonna start crying but I love my bitch and I'm so proud of our friendship and how much we have grown as friends in the last year. We have our best friend anniversary coming up. We're hitting a year. And in this last year, I can honestly say I have no idea where I would be without her. Big shout out to my bitch. Thank you for always being there. And I love you. And you know this. And one of the main reasons I'm bringing the podcast back is for you. All right. So we're going to move on a little bit. We're on the topic of friends. So when I had mentioned before about weeding out friends, I think it needs to be addressed that currently me and Big P are not talking. We are not on speaking terms. Um, Me and Boat Guy are also no longer on speaking terms. I still wish nothing but the best for both of these guys, but I have had to do some growing emotionally for myself. And the issue that I have with Big P is the same issues that we had when we were dating. And it's that he likes to open my messages and blow me off and make plans with me and blow it off. And actually in one of my episodes, it was so off the wall and so random of an episode because I had to come up with all of the content last minute because I had come up with an episode for me and him to do together that he agreed to do and then he blew it off. And for me, that was really upsetting. That was really hard for me. Like you're telling me that I'm your friend now and we are good friends. But, and you've changed, 
you're telling me that you have changed, but you're literally still doing the same shit. And he said, like, we got into this huge argument about it. And then he sent me this meme, like, the next day saying, like, oh, you can't be mad at people during quarantine for reverting back to who they used to be. Blah, blah. I'm like, I can't be mad about that. Because you're sitting here and you're telling me and you're making me all these promises again and again and again, just like when we were dating. But this time, I'm just your friend and you're still ignoring me. Like, that's not fair. Like, that's not fair at all. And then I just, I couldn't do it anymore. And I mean, he's still on my Snapchat. I hope, I honestly, we both wish nothing but the best from each other. But as of right now, I'm not speaking to him. I haven't talked to him in about a month. And it's for the best, to be completely honest. Um, I hope he's doing great. I hope he's doing good. But I don't, I can't be friends with somebody who is going to ignore me and blow me off and make plans with me and blow me off. I just can't do it. Um, I hope that he realizes one day that you can't treat your friends like that. Like, if you're fucking busy, tell someone you're busy. And I told him this when we were dating. If you're busy, tell me you're busy and I'll be more understanding. If you blow me off, I'm going to be mad. And it's true. Uh, boat guy and I are not talking. <laughs> um, like I have said in the last podcast, whoever he ends up with, I hope it's everything he ever wanted. It's not me. But it is what it is. He and I had made plans to hang out. And then I got super sick. And I never really told him that. So I do kind of feel like a bitch about it. Because, like, he probably thinks that I just blew him off. But it's not that. It's that I have such strong feelings for Boat Guy that I would have given up my life for him. And I would have uprooted my life for him. And there are very few people in my life that I would do that for. And very few guys in my life that I would ever do that for. And there are actually only two. And he is one of them. And it's very, very hard for me. And so I can't deal with the back and forth confusion of one day him basically telling me we're just friends. And then the next day telling me we're basically together. And it just, it's, it's too much. And... I hope he's doing well. I hope he's doing great. I hope he's happy. I hope he gets everything he wants in his life. However, I don't think I'll be part of it. So since we've talked about all of the serious things, all of the sadness in my life and the happiness for me and my bitch, we are going to tumble right into what you guys always come to the podcast for. My sex life. Okay, I, I'm assuming it's not just for my sex life. Okay, we're going to actually talk about something a little more than just my sex life. It is my sex life, though. But we're going to talk about something that kills me. Like, this actually fucking hurts my soul to admit that I'm doing. And I have named this guy Garbage Man, my fucking close friends, my bitch. Everyone knows who Garbage Man is at this point. And I don't know why this keeps happening. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about Garbage Man. I met him on Tinder. He and I have things in fucking common and we get along great. The first time we go to hang out, he lives an hour and a half away. So what does my stupid bitch ass do? I'm like, you know what? I got the time. I'm bored. Whatever. I'm going to go. So we're supposed to go on a fucking date. I'm like, cool. Great. He tells me we're going to get food. Here I am thinking we're going to dinner in this nice town. 
Um, so I get dressed. Like, I'm not saying I got dressed to the nines. I wore, like, a nice, like, a decent shirt. I wore ripped black jeans, sandals, did my hair, did my makeup, looked cute as shit for me to get to his place to find the fuck out. He wants to order dinner and stay in. How did I find this the fuck out? Because when I got there, he was wearing a shirt, a t-shirt with holes in it. And fucking basketball shorts. With Crocs on. And socks. And then. He's like we're gonna have some drinks. I'm like okay. You know what fucking happens? He drank a whole bottle of fucking vodka. And now at this point I'm like what the fuck do I do? Do I go? Do I stay? Like what do I do? And then towards the end of the night when he's finishing up this bottle. I'm like. I just want to make sure this guy gets to bed okay. So he's like, oh, you're staying, right? Like, you're staying, you're staying, you're staying. And I'm like, I mean, I wasn't really planning on it. Like, I have my contacts in. I don't have a contacts case with me, nothing. So I made him think that I was spending the night. I literally snuck out of his bed and snuck out of his house. But the entire night, we were with his friends for half the night. And he kept telling his friends, making jokes like, oh, yeah, she's never going to talk to me again. She's never going to talk to me again. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, now i got to prove him the fuck wrong because that's just what's wired in my head. And I'm like, fuck, and I have to reach out to this guy. So I messaged him when I got home. And I was like, hey, just so you know, like, I left. Just wanted to let you know. Um, I want to point out this motherfucker also didn't even have a fucking second pillow in his room. Like, I don't, I, I seriously don't fucking know what was wrong with Garbage Man that night. Um... I don't know. I told him I'm very high maintenance and that if he ever wants me to come back down there and actually stay the night, he needs to go buy me a pillow. So what does he do? He goes and buys me a fucking pillow. I'm like, what the fuck? Now I have to go back down there. So I go down there. More of like an obligation. Like, I just made this motherfucker go buy me shit. And like, I have to go. So I go. Whatever. I fucking go down there, right? Um, I want to point out, we didn't have sex the first night. He didn't even kiss me. Like, nothing happened. And I called him out on it, too. I'm like, why didn't you fucking kiss me? Like, you you say you like me and all this shit. Like, you didn't fucking kiss me? Like, okay. So I go down there again. We hang out again. Didn't have sex. Again. Didn't kiss me. Nothing. Nothing. Go down there a third time. We finally have sex. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It wasn't anything. I mean, it was... Mm. Uh, but he's a good kisser. So I'm like, shit. Okay, like... That's going to get me to come back. So I go down again. Um, we made plans for a Sunday. I only had until like 6 p.m. So I'm like, okay, like, let's just do some like fun summer shit. He's like, yeah, let's do some fun summer shit. Like, let's go to lunch. I'm like, okay, let's go to lunch. I get down there again in the basketball shorts and the t-shirt. <sighs> Nothing I hate more than when somebody asks me to go do something with them and they look like garbage. That is how he has gotten the name Garbage Man. Like, he always looks like shit. And I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I don't know how. So, um, me and my bitch have come up with this plan that I'm going to change this guy. Like, I'm going to fucking change his life. And I'm going to leave. I'm going to ghost. I'm just going to, like, poof, disappear. And then he's fucking stuck with all these memories. Like, oh, that bitch Marie, she came in, she fucking made me better person, and now I'm fucked. And it's like, yeah, bitch, you're welcome for making your life better, improving your life experience, if you will. But I will never date you and I will never marry you. 
Also, I want to point out when I'm down there, it's a very confusing situation. He's had me meet his friends and his family, all this shit. And I swear to God, his friends and family think that we're dating and we're like a couple. But like, he will tell me that he doesn't want a relationship, but then he'll turn around and act like a boyfriend and then turn around and basically say we're dating. And I'm like, the fuck? First of fucking all, I'm fucking other people. So if we're dating, I'm being a bad girlfriend. Because I'm fucking other dudes right now. And what? Like, oh my god, it's so fucking complicated. And like, oh, garbage, man. Yeah. So we've had sex once. We've kissed, I think, a total of five fucking times. I'm also not used to that shit. Like, why is it that guys now in like their mid-20s are like, mm, like, I like this bitch. The sex is good. But like... I don't want to fucking just have sex with her. It's like, I, I just have sex with me so then I can leave. Like, that's all I fucking want. Like, just fuck me so I can go. Like, I don't know why that's so hard. Like, you can tell that I'm not into you. So, I don't fucking get it. I treat you like a bro. Like, I don't... <clears throat> I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand what's wrong with garbage man and I felt like that needed to be addressed and I'm gonna keep you guys updated on garbage man because like this is an ongoing thing this is like fucking progress happening yeah shit we've come to the end of this episode I want to thank you guys for still being here thank you for supporting me thank you for existing for me to talk to and thank you for listening I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week as always I'm Marie and thank you for listening to Sunday Let's do this. <laughs>